the Sunday afternoon, we have had lunch, stomachs are full while recording this episode. We are seated somewhere behind buildings, a cool breeze, trees, children laughing and playing in the background, and some songs that might one song that might interrupt once during this episode. I recorded this episode with my friends. There is Joan, you know her. She's a frequent. We love her, at least I do. Then there is Gift, there is Kelvin, and we are talking about uh, relationships. What we have seen uh, trending or the talks that we are having on the internet and maybe in our circles, we are giving our opinions according to our Christian stand. Yeah, so that's what the episode is all about. And I mentioned that our stomachs are full. So we ended up talking longer than I anticipated. I wanted or I thought the episode would take one hour to record. It ended up, I think we sat for like three hours talking. So I I have been forced by the longevity of this episode to cut it into fewer, into smaller um, topics. And they are making sense, of course, because we are talking. We are not withholding anything during the recordings. And we ended up uh, explaining further what we understand by certain things that we have had our friends say and also that we have had and seen on the internet about relationships and also some of our experiences. So the first mini episode of this episode, longer episode, is I can convert him or her. We we have talked about women. I know mostly women, we want to convert a guy because if he is charming and all that, but he doesn't know Christ. At the back of our minds, we think that we can convert him. We think that we can make him a follower of Christ and all that stuff. But it is until recently where I learned that even some men have wanted to convert women to make them Christian so that they can marry them. So yeah, that's the first episode so uh, listening hello and welcome back to swan podcast my name is shell jogu and i am so excited for today's topic uh, we will be discussing some of the cultural beliefs that uh, that we are seeing on the internet and in the media some of the things that we have believed about relationships and singlehood and I'm not going to discuss these things alone. Um, 
with me i have i have four friends with me and two have been there of course we have john she's a resident <laughs> guest uh, on sun podcast but uh, we have kelvin and gift and i let them say hi to you hi hope you're all doing well i'm happy to be here thank you shell for this opportunity again so i believe we're going to have some good discussion transformative and life changing yeah i'm a vp john yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true hmm. hello i'm gift um very much honored to be here um i also believe that you're going to have a very educative and informative session yeah so stay stay there stay put and listen yeah and they're not aware of the things that i've prepared maybe just one person uh kevin might have peeped um but we haven't discussed we haven't discussed what they are going to talk about yet so i'm going to there'll be two segments one for the ladies one for the gents and we are going to discuss some of the lies that or some of the trending things that we see on the on our socials um about ladies and number one i can change him <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can't change a person especially a full grown adult they have Out. their personality set and efforts to try and change them is very futile only jesus can change a person yeah yeah but uh, you see w- we say that acha acha because he's loving nita nita mwombea au koke and some even now mm-hmm. i can see it even in some of the the christian who are can i say role models mm-hmm. who are big on the who have a platform on the internet having mates from who are not saved and tutamombea mm-hmm. and that thing affirms the fact that mtamombea au koke so um i was reading the book last in the city where Ernest, the writer said he was dating a girl who was so beautiful but she wasn't saved so he was like i can convert her i never knew that men thought the same way until i read that book is that true have you wanted to convert someone <laughs> kelvin and gift ah not really that's not an absolute truth. I mean absolute statement like yes or no but go on now um converting someone mm-hmm. you know personality is something that you cannot convert mm-hmm. and change mm-hmm. so if you grow the mindset you know what um we'll move on mm-hmm. maybe you'll change this person sometimes later i can say that must be a very grievous mistake that you can do because this person um yeah you might think you've converted them mm-hmm. because they will want to fit into you but now after 
I want to believe you're talking about relationships. Mm. So after you've made your mind, you've made those vows and all that, and then the personality just come up, the true person come up. So it's not the best idea. Yeah. What about the question of faking it until you make it? Can't can't they, you know, try to fit in into your personality so much that they they become that person? You get tired. I don't think so. Mm. Mm. I get tired. But now thinking about it I've actually thought I can change that and this for that person to fit. Uh that I can accept this person, but we have to change this and that, which is not even a character issue. It's a personality issue, and you can't change a personality. Neither can you convert someone to be saved. I, I also still believe that in as much as we do not have the ability to change somebody per se, let me put that ability to change somebody in quotes. A person, a person, yeah, exactly, when you talk about influence and other factors, a person has the ability to change. Mm. Because as, as Joan has said, you cannot change a fully grown person. But that person can decide to change if they are aware of the, negati the negatives in their, or let me say the flaws in their personality or their character or their being. So if, if, and it is a very, very, very big if, mm -hmm. if they truly, you know, love you and they want to have a working relationship with you, not just a relationship, a working relationship with you, then they might aspire to change, you know, for, for the sake of having that good relationship that they want to have with you or the relationship that both of you aspire to have. But again, it is a very big if because now you have to influence them and you have to be very patient with them. Because in, in being patient with somebody, sometimes you might lose yourself and you know, act in ways that you wouldn't act normally. And that also becomes a negative influence to them because if they, they think you are also flawed, then they might say, okay, so we all have flaws. Let's live with the flaws. And then now the the character that uh, and the personality that you wanted to fix, as Kevin was saying, it now, you know, comes back up. But influencing somebody to become a better person than they already are, I think it's very possible. So in, in a way, it's it's possible to change somebody. Um, I don't know which one will be the best way to, to follow because one, you're with this person and uh, you you allow them into your life with the full knowledge you allow them into into your life with the full knowledge of who they are mm -hmm. their personality their character and all that and um, all of a sudden you think of changing someone uh, for me I would say um, <clears throat> yes they can change if they decide themselves but if the uh, the objective of changing is to please this other person then a time will come and uh, it will fade away mm. but if the objective is to change for their own good 
that I'm changing for my own, not actually for this other person, then uh, that can be permanent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's risky to want to influence someone so that you can be with them. It's, it's so risky. I'd rather we are not in a relationship. Uh, we are separate. Then if he feels like he wants to change, let him. Then from there we can pursue something. Before that, it's so risky. And the influence can go the other way around. Like they might influence you in turn. Because actually somebody once did, um, did this uh, illustration um, and he was comparing like dating or marrying a person who is not a Christian to the believer is on the chair mm -hmm. and then uh, the unbeliever is on the ground and then now they're pulling each other you're trying to pull each other on each other's direction and then now the person who's on the chair is more likely to be pulled off the chair so um if you live with a person who is not a christian then you're more likely to it's like things that are unchristian start becoming common or rather they start becoming uh, tolerable mm. so you won't realize that you now becoming more and more lukewarm but it will happen slowly but surely yeah, well, yeah. because uh, because that person will like an impurity mm -hmm. so if 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 there's some if, if there's an impurity closer to you that means you might be affected so then is it a question of when you can change somebody or when somebody can change as much as uh, or as opposed to a question of can you really change somebody because um we've spoken about you know somebody having to change for yourself and we've also spoken about somebody who has to change while already you're already in that relationship so um if you can influence this person to change even before you get into that relationship or you can influence them to change while you're in that relationship. So is it a question of when? I think, I think. those are two, uh, two ways of looking at it. Um, <clears throat> I think a question of when can still apply. Um, it could be before you're in it or before when you're in it. But I think uh, the best way for me to take would be before you get into it. Because when you get into that relationship, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you want to change someone, that would be the most difficult thing to do. One, because um, love is, is, is what love is critical and also at the same time uh, good, you know, loving each other. And you'll find that every time you want to make this other person happy, you want to make each other happy through your actions, the way you're interacting with each other, and all that. So um, that's why you should advise people that you know what you need to know someone before actually you make up your mind mm -hmm. to go date them. Mm -hmm. And just like uh, one one of my mentors usually says that you marry from your friends, from your circle of friends, because um, when you're still friends, you are yourself. You're just yourself. Your personality, that is you. 
your character that is you but most times when you just get into a relationship especially with someone that you've never known you met for the first time and you've your eyes have clicked and you you already have a thing for each other then a life of pretense might kick off from that time mm. and you'll find that by the time you are now um, spending your life with this person you'll start regretting so i think you'd rather um, have this person influence their lives in a positive way when you're still friends and from that the person might change and then you can now make up your mind personally i would rather if it's a person like I'm analyzing them if I would only go for a person if they're either on the same level as I am or a higher level because you're supposed to be making each other better so if you go for somebody who you're looking to improve that took a period of you trying to improve them it might take too long so you'll be you'll be on the losing side yeah. I would rather be benefiting from a relationship than losing and also them feeling uh you feeling like this person is a project mm, yeah. and then after washa change you're left there wondering what should i do next after i'm done telling them you should stop doing that now do this and this and and now they are good which other project should i pick on the other project <laughs> is now to take them in. Yeah. <laughs> move on to the next project. Yes. <laughs> Actually it's a, it's a, it's a problem some people have that problem of rescuing. Mm. We call them rescuers in, in psychology. Yeah. They they feel like they need to save everybody. Yeah. And it's a problem because now they'll end up going for people who I tr- or rather who are, who need help, who need help. I've like done the, an episode on that. Oh, okay. Was a rescuer. Oh, yeah. You are not res- not like in you were saying. Um, any type of relationship, mm-hmm. even from girlfriends, if they have a problem, it's like my heart gets so excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then after they are okay, mm-hmm. you're left there wondering, what am I going to call them about? Yeah. Uh, since to imagine a project, yeah. I think uh, two people should come as two full holes, not half and half so you come together and make the two holes make a complete one so if you i don't know this this uh notion of 50-50 mm-hmm. it's not really helpful yeah yeah there is this woman called Mildred Okonkwa <laughs> i might have butchered that name she's nigerian a pastor and i was listening to an episode where she's talking about dating and marriage and she was talking to girls it's us girls who mostly fall into this stuff she said if you're dating a person who is of a different faith who doesn't know christ just know that you're dating a corpse i landed there See you next week.